0: on today's episode we have ryan so this was a was an awesome episode podcast like we went deep especially on mindset how you know different ways to you know think about life especially uh, there's a lot of value you will get out of this podcast like i got a lot of value out of it too so yeah like it's amazing podcast put it that way um also to um Just a quick shout out to Ryan, give him a follow on Instagram, Ryan Mosby White. So yeah, I'll link it all in below and all that kind of stuff. So you guys can go give him a follow, check his page out. It's quite impressive. It's quite motivating. It helps me some days when I've, you know, when I'm feeling a bit down and see him, some of his posts, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, lighten my day up a bit. So I think it will help you guys out too. And also, too, to help out the podcast, that little bit extra, if you guys want, um, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash studio mindfulness. Every little bit helps. But yeah, hope you enjoy today's episode. And cheers for coming on to the show. No problem,
1: man. Pleasure to be here. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So um, the reason why I got you on the show, man, because you post, I guess, a lot of value and a lot of stuff that I resonate with, with, like personal growth. You know, I guess improving your life, nutrition, fitness, which I kind of love seeing your post and like gives me a bit of motivation here and there, and you know, new insights and that. But to start off, man, um, where did this journey start from, and what triggered what to for you to get into it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, <clears throat> and you know, it it normally stems from a pain point for me. It was definitely a huge pain point, um, my whole life. I wanted to create something big for myself. I wanted to create Mm. large success, which most people do, you know, like when I was younger, I didn't dream about driving a piece of shit car, going to a job site that I hate (laughs) being surrounded by negative people. You know, that that's not something that I dreamt about. Um, So, you know, like uh, I, my whole life I've wanted to create something for myself and I had no idea what it was, but I just knew I was going to do something big. Mm. Um, So, You know, I left school, I dropped out of school early and I became a carpenter because that's, um, that was my, that's how I knew to create success because that's what my dad did. The only way I knew was working physically hard, um, on a job site is the only way I'm going to make money. And, you know, eventually one day I'll maybe learn about investing in properties and that, that Mm. sort of shit. So, um, you know, I went down that became a tradie, um, you on a job site, man, it's, it's pretty rough. Hey, like I was, I was six, 17 years old on $7.80 an hour driving an hour and a half to work a day. Like it was crazy. And then it'd rain and, or you wouldn't even get a full day's work in. So I ended up spending more money on fuel, getting to the job site than, than actually what I made that day, which is pretty crazy. But um, yeah, I went through my whole apprenticeship journey and I finished that. I got into, uh, I went to study project management. <laughs> I started my course and I was like, I got into the first unit and I was like, I cannot do this. I couldn't even read. I couldn't even read the first paragraph cause it was so just intense. Um, mm. so I didn't even finish that. And I was like, Oh shit, what am I going to do? Like, uh, you know, I wanted to become a builder cause, uh, or get into the management side of things because I knew that's where all the money is with, with building and construction. And, um, I hit this, I hit this brick wall. I was like, what the hell am I going to do? Um, and I pretty much got, you know, broke and depressed. I went through, a, I went through a breakup with my girlfriend. We were together for like four and a half years. And, um, obviously that hit pretty hard. And I just started this business and I was working six, seven days a week trading time for money. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a pretty rough period of my life, but um now I look back on it and I yeah I I thank for for all of that unfolding you know everything's always perfect um but yeah so you know I became broke depressed unhappy and I just hated where I was in life I couldn't see where I was going with my future so I decided to step out um we actually went on a family holiday to Thailand and I was on this secluded beach and it's super weird like when you're. I don't know about you, but when you go to like a secluded place or like you're on a beach, that's mm. where like all the magic happens when you really step out of the, your environment. Um, and, you know, I was on this beach and I was just sitting there and this thing just clicked and it was just like, I'm not going back to work as a carpenter. And that was it. I just made the decision when we flew back to Brisbane, I was like, I'm going to become a personal trainer because I love health and fitness. Mm. So uh, that next week I enrolled on a, in my online course to become a personal trainer. I started working at a bottle shop to fund that journey of my study. Um, So it was about six month period. I got qualified as a PT. Um, You know, I was competing in CrossFit. I've been in, I've been an athlete pretty much my whole life in motocross, CrossFit and all different um, areas of sport. So I had a pretty large background in the health and fitness industry, but now I was qualified and I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to blow this shit up because this is what I love. This is my passion. I'm going to, follow this and um yeah i I can see this is where i'm gonna go so long story short i became a personal trainer and i ended up spending even more time in the gym trading more time for money getting up at 3 a.m in the morning clients canceling on me my income was up and down i was paying you know 310 dollars a week of gym rent just to be there and some weeks i wasn't even making enough to cover that and it was just yeah it was it was pretty full-on um yeah so you know if you i'm not sure if you know many personal trainers but you know it's pretty pretty cutthroat industry man yeah and, um yeah
0: yeah i, so. I sort of jump in. yeah because i did um yeah because yeah. yeah, i was just about to do PT before um i became a barber and then i kind of sat back and thought about it i'm like this is like looking at other people doing it because it's such you know it's at least you know 12 14 hours a day in the gym Then you get a, you know, maybe a couple of hours break during the day, if you're lucky kind of thing. And that's when a client cancels and that. And it was such like when I was looking into doing it, it was, you know, everyone was kind of doing it. So it's such a dominated industry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It it is a very dominated industry. And, you know, I started out in in a commercial gym and in commercial gyms, it was just so much, uh, it's either like, like bodybuilding. Like that's like the, Hmm. that's like the main niche in commercial gyms. It's that or. And I just didn't fit in there and it just didn't, I was like really struggling and my client, like half the people didn't actually want to be there. And I was just spending so much time at this gym, trying to build my business. I thought I was gonna absolutely kill this cause you know, I've always been around it. And um, it was the complete opposite. And I, I was getting business coaching and stuff. And I just, I just still couldn't get myself out there. Um, I ended up even, you know, I wasn't even able to train as much as I wanted to. I thought i you know, cause I'm in the gym all day, I could train you know, this is going to be so good. Mm. Um, and it was backfired completely. Um, but yeah, so man, at the start of, um, so I became a PT halfway through last year. So 2019. Um, so at the start of this year in January, I was like, you know what, this year is the year for growth. This is my year. Like I, I don't care if my business doesn't grow this year. I'm personally, I'm growing myself this year. That was the ultimate goal. I'm just going to be a sponge and learn as much as I can. Um, so, you know, I just started smashing all the books, just started reading so much more, started nailing my morning routines. Um, Mm. and I started going to personal development events, a lot more live events and it was, yeah, completely changed my life. But it was this one event in Brisbane where I got seated next to this dude and we got connected and, um, we, I added him on social media and stuff and, I was just scrolling in the in the lunch break because it was a whole eight-hour day we're at this event in mm-hmm. Brisbane we went to go see uh, Tom Billyew speak so impact theory I, you yeah. Know
0: yeah I went yeah. to that one actually that's yeah. crazy
1: yeah I, it was so good hey? yeah mm. so crazy it was amazing. yeah 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 and dude, we, we just got seated next to each other and um, yeah we got connected like I said I added him on socials and I had, had a bit of a look and the life that he's been able to live is just absolutely insane, you know, he's like, he's young just like me, I was like, comparing myself, I was like, he's just like me, and he's living this extraordinary life, traveling the world, like, what the hell is he doing, mm. um,
0: that's and so then like, we, like, then we, sorry to jump in there, yeah. but like, that's the crazy bit when you see these kinds of people, is that majority of them, like, especially now that I'm starting to hang out with a lot more, um, guests, get, Big, I wouldn't say big-minded, but people that are really into personal development, business, and all that, and you hang out with them, they're like, they're just like me. And, like, there's no difference. Like, it's just, like, the only thing is they put the time in to get where they are. That's the only difference between me and them or you and them. And I think that's, like, something we all kind of need to look at when we want to dive in or, like, create something for ourselves. is that realizing there's no difference between us. It's just they put time in and put the work in
1: that's exactly right you know we're all human we're all born exactly the same the same Mm. brain with yeah no it's like yeah and when you truly understand that and when you truly understand that the only the only thing that's stopping you from getting from a to b is just a set of skills and Mm. tom bilio speaks about that a lot Mm. and you know he he went from you know working in a factory being broke to uh, owning to creating a, a billion dollar company in five years and because that just switched for him and he made the decision. Um, but yeah, exactly. But, you know, we got connected and I saw, and we, we got chatting and stuff after the event. So we're standing in the car park for like an hour and a half, just chatting. Mm. And it turns out, you know, he was, a cha- he was a carpenter just like me. We actually worked for the same boss. So we we're <clears throat> actually working together back when we were apprentices and we didn't even know about it. And um, it was just crazy. And, you know, I've seen the life that he's been, I live now traveling all over the world living in Mexico, living in Bali, like building this online business, like something that I only ever saw when I was on social media scrolling and you'd see like these young people living like the most extraordinary lives. And I was like, I, I never thought that that was even possible. I never, yeah, never even considered it. Cause I didn't think that I was someone that someone that dropped out of school. I just became a tradie could, uh, could do something like this. Um, so yeah, dude. Like we, yeah, it was super crazy. Like we we got we got connected after that. I went to a few more events with him after that, and uh, I, I found out the the vehicle that he's used to create this success online is through network marketing. Mm. Um, I had no clue what it was. I had never heard of it before, and um, yeah, and I thought you know if someone like that could go from being an apprentice carpenter at 21 years old to financially free at 23 years old, to quitting his job, he's never worked a day in his life. Then I could definitely, uh, at least give it a shot. So, um, you know, that, that's exactly what I did. I jumped straight into network marketing, uh, six months ago. So I'm still new to this. So six mm. months and I've become the third top income owner in the company under 25 in Australia and New Zealand. And, mm. um, you know, what that's done for me now is uh, when I was working uh, every single day in the gym, working my ass off, like trading time for money. And I was training people that I didn't want to train just because I needed that income. Mm. Now I get to work when I want, train the people who, uh, who like the people that I want to train, um, and I work the days that I want to work. So I work about two or three days a week at the moment. And the rest of my time is me building my online network marketing business and, um, yeah, living this incredible life. You know, I have this income, this money that works for me, uh, you know, generates while I'm sleeping. So I'll wake up and I get paid and decide what I'm going to do with my day. It's pretty incredible. So yeah, that's, um, that's where we're at at the moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: No, that's sick, man. Like, I really do resonate, like, especially with your story a lot. Like, I, it's even the same when I was a kid, man. Like, I wanted to do something big, but I just couldn't figure out what it was. Like, always, you know, you listen to people at school, like, talking about their dream job. And it'd be like, you know, for example, like, in an apprenticeship and all that. And none of this stuff, like, ever interests me. And then I was trying a couple of different things. And then I ended up getting a barbering apprenticeship when I was 19. because I just wanted to do something different, like, no one else was doing. But then, like, I sat back and looked at it, and I'm like, this is not going to, you know, create things that I want out of life, you know, the money's, you know, kind of thing. And then one thing that really made me click is watching how many unhappy and unfulfilled people walk through that door. And it's like, I think it was like, if I had to put a percentage on it, it would really, this is probably being generous, 95% of people that are just, you know, walk through that door door sitting in your chair they're just unhappy with life unfulfilled and I'm like sitting there and I I was like had that realization like I don't want this this is not something I want and you know I want to be able to help people too. you know kind of my missions like help people train their mind to be the biggest asset and I knew like in that kind of industry I wasn't going to be able to create the impact that I wanted so it led me on like a path for like three or so years you know brainstorming ideas and all that. And originally my first idea was, um, you know, to do like coaching stuff, but then I had no, back then I didn't know what a coach was business coach or anything like that. And yeah. And then, but I think I was 21 and I got recommended the book rich dad, poor dad. And this is probably the fourth time I've been recommended this book. And I read that book and then it kind of like changed my life and perspective on things, you know, I got into investing, got heavily into, um, I guess, reading more books on personal development and all that, but, yeah, it was, like, kind of, like, a similar thing. That
1: that, that's so cool. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you haven't read that, you have to get that book. Absolutely Mm. insane. Incredible. But, yeah, man, like, that's that's exactly right. I, I figured that out. I'm so lucky that I figured that out when I was so young. Um, I was, you know, I, I had the exact same thoughts going through my head. I don't want to be a part of this. Then I went through that breakup as well. Cause you know, like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And my, you know, my, my work life was horrible. My relationships were horrible. Everything was just not good. My finance, my finances were horrible. Um, you know, I just wasn't in a good mind for, mindset. So I was like, something has to change. And I thought, what, what is, what is one thing that successful people do and it's it's they read <laughs> mm. you know like you like any highly successful person they don't watch TV they have libraries they have libraries in their house they don't have mm. TVs everywhere and I was like okay well I'm gonna read <clears throat> I've never picked up a book until I was about 19 years old I never yeah
0: <laughs> that same age <laughs> that's funny as yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah I I was sitting outside reading a book and my dad walks up and he goes what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um super funny my the first book i read was <clears throat> mindset um yeah. that isn't which one is yeah by carol uh, carol deweck mindset that would have
0: been that would have been a mind-blowing book especially for a first book to read yeah because i've yeah. I finished that book because uh, i do audio books now because it's quick off, but um yeah, I finished that book probably a couple of months ago, man. And yeah, growth mindset versus the other one I'm trying to think of the top of my victim. head. Victim.
1: So growth and victim mindset, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. and it's...
1: And the,
0: you know, oh, sorry, i let you go, man.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you know, like, that's that's what really switched for me. Like, being able to learn and grow from absolutely every situation that you're in.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. This, like, it's just like... Yeah, because like, I've been... And before I started the podcast and that too, it's like, I went through a breakup and I had a few other things happen that year. And like, as you're saying, like you look at that and it's the most grateful thing you've been through. It's the same thing with me. It's like, it kind of taught me, you know, I kind of realized I was the one that's holding myself back, you know, and thinking that it was a relationship and all that. And then coming to the realization a couple months after the breakup, I'm the only one that's, you know, I'm accountable to my life kind of thing. And yeah, and then led me on this journey to create this podcast and do a lot of things I do online and that, and realizing that every kind of, you know, negative or like positive thing that happens in your life, there's something to learn out of it.
1: Yeah, uh, that's 100% accurate. Like uh, reading has completely changed my life. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, and I I also believe like reading the the right books at the right time as well. So that was the Mm -hmm. right book at the right time because that's what I needed to learn was, learning the victim and growth mindset. Cause I was living in the victim mindset where everything, um, was happening to me, not for me. So, um, but yeah, like, and then I think the next one I read was, uh, the four agreements. And then, and then I read rich dad, poor dad and stuff. And I started, uh, learning about creating financial freedom by, uh, you know, he's all about, um, he's all about, uh, you know, having money work for, for you, you know what I mean? Instead of you working you know we're not just put on this earth to pay the bills and die so much Mm. more to it and um that's exactly what i was doing i was working you know 60 70 hours a week seven days a week and it was um um yeah so as soon as i got out of that environment and i started having more time for myself investing more time into myself i started actually making more money which is weird like i'm working less making more money um which is yeah, I, I, I couldn't fathom it.
0: But <laughs> well, that, That's how it works, man. Like, the less you work, the more you grow, the more that, you, you know, I just say make money because you actually have the time to sit down and, you know, be bored. You're not tired. You're not exhausted. You have, you know, time to think creatively and all that. And in today's society, we don't make you know, we don't allow time for that. It's like, it's hustle bustle. Like, you know, do your 70 hour weeks, do your 80 hour weeks, work that overtime, just so you can go spend all your money at the pub on the weekend or something along the lines of that. Yeah.
1: That, yeah. that hundred percent. Um, and so many people are working in their business, not on their business because they're so stressed out. And I was exactly like that. Like I had, I didn't have a second for myself. Um, mm. Like, a, you know, I never thought I'd be 21 years old running my own carpentry business, working seven days a week in the sun, just, just absolutely killing myself. Um, and people around me were just like, I don't know how you do it, but I was just, you know, I had to, um, I had things on the line, you know, I had to get it done. So, you know, when, when, when I saw, uh, on social media, people like young people living these lives, I never thought that something like that was actually
0: possible. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man, because we get taught in society, I guess, with those kinds of things, those are the lucky people. You know, you've got to be, you know, gifted to do things like that. And really, as like, even as Tom said, all it is, is work, you know, put the time in, change your mindset up. And that, and it's crazy when you present these kind of ideas to people, like, hey, there's a way out. But they're kind of so attached to the victim mindset; they always think everything's a scam to get them out of what they're doing. But even though they know what they're doing isn't right,
1: yeah, it's it's crazy, and that's why that's where reading uh, mindset completely changed the victim and growth mindset. You know, things aren't happening to me; it's happening for me. You know, there's opportunities everywhere, um, and it's it's crazy, and that's the that's the most incredible thing about network marketing is anybody can come into this it's it's the best part and it's the worst part because anybody can come into this and absolutely kill it but then because anyone can come into this um you know not everyone is is driven or fired up for to create success in life and then you know it fails for them and then they go and say oh no those things don't work Mm. when in fact they do if you put in the time and effort Mm. Um, and it's crazy. Like, you know, you mentioned rich dad, poor dad. So the author, Robert Kiyosaki, here's another book. I've got it here somewhere. It's called the business of the 21st century. So he, you know, one of the, the highest, um, what was his book? It was like the number one top selling finance book in the world. And Mm. he's, he wrote another book called the business of the 21st century. And it's all about network marketing and why the everyday, um, everyday people should be looking into this opportunity because it's such uh, such a low uh, it's such an easy way to get into the entrepreneurial space for anybody mm. um, and you you know you look at uh, all the advocates for network marketing like Tony Robbins Richard Branson Bill Gates Donald Trump they all are huge advocates for network marketing and they have been in companies or they even own companies um, and it's quite incredible when you when you truly understand that.
0: Yeah, because um, I also heard too, that's how a rich dad, poor dad took off. We went through a network marketing company and then it kind of got spread out from there. And that's how it became one of the best sellers or finance seller books in the world. And it's crazy because like, I know that it has that stigma around it, but when you meet, cause this is what like meeting a lot with network marketers and stuff. A lot of people do have their hands in it too, but like they are the most motivated people that you generally meet. They're so hyped up. They want to help you kind of thing and all that but yeah it's insane
1: that, that that's exactly right and you know i went to i went to a huge event in brisbane um it was literally the week after tom Billio. they so they hired out the whole brisbane convention center and put on this event for the you know for the whole company and um i met people in there that like you can absolutely do this like like just pouring so much belief into me and i've never had that before and i was like I want this, like, I don't want people telling me that, you know, um, you're only limited to doing this or you can only do this or you're too young or it's too late to get involved into something or, you know, um, you have to go and get a degree, go get in debt. (laughs) Yeah. And I had, you know, all these people saying, you can absolutely do this. I saw, you know, I met every average day people creating six figures, creating seven figures a year, you know, in network marketing. And I was like, you know these people going from from working at Bunnings in, in warehouses to traveling the world building an online business and i thought if you know whatever it takes to get there i'm going to do it and it, you know i all all it is is to be hungry and, and coachable you know if you're coachable and if you find the a right mentor then you can you can do anything
0: mm. exactly right man and being very open minded with you know with things that come to you too and, you know, I think that's, you know, that's the people I love hanging around as open-minded people is that you exchange ideas when you hang out with them. There's, I guess there's no right or wrong answer. It's just like finding out what works for you and then getting someone else's opinion on it too. I think it's very important. So then you're not kind of um sitting in your own biases and all that kind of stuff. 100%.
1: Yeah. Like. And, and that's also such a powerful thing about this, this industry is we're networking with other people, other like-minded people that all have the best interest in you to succeed as well. So why mm-hmm. wouldn't you want be surrounded by that? Like, yeah, yeah it's 100%. incredible.
0: Yeah. Cause I was going to, uh, i actually just remembered what I was going to say before. It's like, I remember when I first got into investing into stocks and all that kind of stuff, and you talk to people about it and everyone's like, it's a scam, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, the most wealthiest people in the world all have, you know, investment in stocks, real estate. You know, they have their hands in kind of everything. And I'm like, if it was such like a scam, like as with everything, you've got to put the time, learn about it and that. But if it was such a scam, how did they make so much money in it starting from nothing?
1: That That's exactly right. And, you know, it's like, you look at these people who are saying these things and it's like, you know, they're still living with their parents or they're still making $50,000 a year. Like uh, that's, that's what also changed for me was I started taking from advice. I I started taking advice from people who I would actually want to trade positions with. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And finding, finding if you don't have a mentor, then you need to go and get one. (laughs) Mm. You know, I, I live with my mentor now. He's, he lives the ultimate life that I want. And now we live together in this beautiful house on the Gold Coast and we work together every day. And, um, he has completely changed my life because it's like that. It's that, um, getting into the science of it now it's, it's raising your vibrations. So if you mm-hmm. follow Bob Proctor at all, yeah. he's like, you know, your vibrations with these, with these people are down here, but you want to be up here. So you need to find the people that are on that higher frequency, and you, you match those vibrations in your life will just completely change.
0: Yeah, 100% agree with that, man. And that's like, um, yeah, especially hanging out with people that are extremely motivated that you want to trade positions in and all that. And you kind of like start reaching up to their levels. If that, yeah, you work away. And then it's hard when you hang out with people that don't have the same vision as you. you no, know, I'm not trying to like criticize them or anything like that, but it kind of puts you in a downer mood. And you're mm. like, it kind of makes you doubt Cause I noticed when, especially being at work and that hanging, like with the clientele and that is that because they have a negative mindset, puts you in a self doubt of what you can achieve. Yeah. And it's
1: so you ha- you have to have the mentality to block that shit out. Like, mm. and you mm. say, you know, and when you're, when your vision is so much bigger than, than the actual, uh, that, when your vision is just so big and clear and you don't care how you're getting there, what someone says to you doesn't matter. But if you don't have a vision, you just sort of dabbling around, Oh yeah, I'm going to, I might be successful one day. And then someone will say that you go, Oh yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. I probably can't
0: do it. Yeah. 100% <laughs> agree with that, man. You got to be so firm in what your purpose is and all that. And I think the point out too, is that um, with like creating purpose and that it's, I think it's like something you have to double in you know, mm. or it's something that's created out of pain or a situation and that. It's not something, I guess, like even Tom says, it's that, it's that you don't, I guess it's like, how to explain it properly? It's that it doesn't just randomly appear, it comes out of different avenues and, you know, what's happening in your life and that. Yeah, for
1: for sure. Like the the two main things that I try and focus on is, uh, your vision and then your why. So your vision, mm. where do you want to go? And then the why. So why are you doing it? So mm. what is why actually stands for what hurts you. So what? Where? What's your pain point? What actually hurts you? Mm. You know, my vision was I want to create success, and my why was because I'm in this shitty job as a tradie and it's hurting me. <laughs> yeah. So I had to get out. That was my why. And if I don't go and create this success, then I'll go back to living that life and being unhappy on a job site. And that, that's my why.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think it's very important to find the why behind goals and that. And, you know, break it down. Like, I guess current race says it's like the Fortune 500 kind of thing. So write down 500 reasons why you need to do it. So why do you need to be, you know, financially successful? Write 500 reasons. It's like you probably won't even get close to writing 500, but it creates that, you know, the neuros in your brain for you to, you know, continue being motivated when you don't feel like doing it.
1: Yeah. And and that's, that's the biggest thing is having, you know, when you have that, that such a big vision and you know where you're going on the days you don't want to do it, like you'll find a way you'll do it. You'll get it done. Like I, you know, if I'm, if I'm going out, if I'm going on a holiday, I'm, I still do my bare ass minimum. I still do my work. You know, if I'm having a shit day, I still do the exact same thing that I would do. If Mm. I'm having a great day, I would still do the exact same thing. If Mm. my friends are coming over and stuff, I would still do exactly the same thing, you know, because my my why my vision is so much bigger than my current circumstances right now.
0: Mm. Yeah, to bring it back to, like, um, I guess having crappy days too is that I something that I like to explain to people, it's like you don't wait to feel good to do the work, you do the work to feel good. Mm. Yeah, because it's like... yeah because we always think like oh wait so i feel good and all that but the way our brains are designed is that it's after you do the work you get rewarded it's not before you do the work so like you know for example going for a run as you probably know as being as a pt you get runners high because you put your body through i guess you know you know put your body through something that's kind of rewarding as it's different from watching netflix all day because the body's like, oh, I haven't done anything to reward myself because I've sat down and watched Netflix all day.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I get that, and it's it's funny. Like like I said, how you do one thing is how you do everything, and you know, it, it's like it's like the whole like everyone's just life in general. Like put it this way: if someone was to go to the gym and and for the very first time they're going to go to the gym, they do one session and they leave and they go, why don't I look like Arnie?
0: <laughs> like <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. And it's the same thing with uh, we find in network marketing is like people, they, they try it for one week and they go, why does this doesn't work? This is, and then, and then they quit and then they, they go and say, those things don't work. And then that's where it starts from.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's it. Everything takes time. And it's like, I heard, I had a friend on the podcast and it says this really well. It's like manifestations, like action plus time. And we always forget about the time bit everything takes time but we and I don't know whose quote this is it's like we always underestimate what we can do in one year but I mean overestimate what we can do in one year but underestimate what we can do in 10 years
1: yes yeah absolutely that gives me goosebumps when you you say (laughs) that like what's so crazy is back when I was a carpenter um and I was just so unhappy I was I would drive from job site to job site and I would, you know, stop off at a cafe because I was so tired and I was just, um, yeah, I was just super tired and I was drained from just working so physically hard that I lived off coffee. I lived off coffee and energy drinks and I would stop stop off at cafes. I would have two to three cups of coffee a day and I would stop off at a cafe and I would see these people sitting there on their laptops, like just so happy, just working, just working from wherever they want. Mm. And I was like, one day, like I'll have a business where I can do that one day. Like I'll do, I don't know what it'll be, but one day I'll have all the time flexibility that I want. And, you know, five years on, I was sitting in a cafe the other day and I was like, I just had this huge realization. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I completely manifested that what I wanted, exactly what I said. Um, And, you know, it took five years.
0: Mm. It's crazy when you get that realization. It's like, wow, look at what I've done in the last, like, you know, as you're saying, five years, like a year or two years. But then when you actually have that realization, it's like, oh, that's so cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, dude, it's 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 crazy what we're actually truly capable of. So much more than, than we think. You know, we're like we're the highest form of creation on this earth. It's mm. it's amazing
0: it's crazy what the brain can do and like so much we're just you know there's so much we don't know and the brain like neuroplasticity it's all the way up until you die you can learn new habits new things all the way till you pretty much die yes it's probably harder when you're old I'm not going to lie about that but the brain is such a crazy you know tool or thing that we have and we have little so much little understanding of it
1: yeah, hundred percent. And you know, it, if you're either growing or you're dying, like mm. you're you're se- you're literally dying on a cellular level if you're not mm. growing.
0: <laughs> if you're not 100%. feeding
1: your brain with information, you know, I I wake up. Um, what's the quote? It's, oh, i forgot, It's a quote by Jim Rohn. It's something. It's something like if you, if you were to have thirty minutes in your day, like you like spend it on reading, like mm. if you have any, like whatever you do with your day you have to set aside at least 30 minutes of reading or growing you know my morning routine sometimes go out to two hours because Mm. that's just i have the time now but that's that's what i love you know i've got it my on my board right above here as soon as i wake up i'm moving i'm journaling journal uh, i'm writing my journal i'm visualizing i'm meditating and then i read and grow for an hour
0: yeah that's like a fantastic morning routine because i even think morning routines are probably one of the most important parts of your day because it sets the foundation for the day kind of thing. And that's why I always guess listen to a podcast in the, in the morning kind of thing, you know, helping to create, you know, positive guess thoughts and creativity and learning too. And then also making my bed, you know, having a cold shower. So then it kind of, Mm. you know, you do a little bit of things that are hard in the morning. So then it kind of gives you motivation to do more things through the day.
1: Absolutely. And, such an absolute game changer for me was visualizing my day ahead and where where this sort of came about for me um it, it just came about I didn't even realize I was doing it. it was back when I was racing motocross before a race like even even a week or weeks before a race or whatever I would visualize like just hitting the same corner like I would visualize like going around that corner a hundred times and just, just nailing that corner or hitting that jump and just hitting it perfectly or getting the perfect start. Like I would just visualize it so much. And then it would just it'd come into physical form and it would happen. And it's the same with my, my, I did it with CrossFit as well. You know, when I was learning, back when I was learning all the new movements, like ring muscle-ups and stuff, I would have dreams. I would visualize just getting that first ring muscle-up, just literally getting that turnover. I would feel it. I would internalize it. And it'd give me goosebumps. So I'd be like, yes, like mm. I would, you, you know, there's one thing about visualizing it, but then you have to actually internalize it and feel the feeling. And mm. and then when it happens, you're like, holy shit, that's exactly what I felt when I was sitting in my bedroom on the floor visualizing it. Mm. And I start my day, every every day I start my day like that, visualizing how it's going to fold out and the things I'm going to do and what's going to happen in my business. And it happens.
0: Mm. 100% agree with that, man. But yeah, to wrap it up on this question, man, what is the legacy you want to create? Hmm.
1: The legacy I want to create is to help everyday people realize their true potential. Mm,
0: That's a big one. Yeah, 100%. And it's 100% needed. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. But thank you Heath, for coming on, man. There was a lot of value in that too. But yeah, very much appreciate it.
1: Appreciate it, Mitch. Thank you.
0: Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All good, man. All right. All right. Cheers for tuning in today's podcast, guys. Um, I just want to put a quick thing out there. I am currently doing a online one-on-one course for your mental well-being. So you can check that out at mitchellcrocker.com forward slash courses and all the rest of the information there. If you have any questions, make sure you reach out to me on any of my socials or email, which is on the website too. And also to um, tell us what... Tell me what you thought of the podcast. um, Give us a like, you know, so forth. And if you think this podcast will add some value to a friend, share it with them. But thank you for tuning in today, guys.